Sober Fierce, Episode 5. Reschedule your daily routine to become fierce and find confidence with sobriety. Hi, I'm Erin Frame. Um, I am here with a, another episode of Sober Fierce. Um, I'm on Episode 5. This is super exciting. I actually had a chance to get the house to myself today. It's being it's kind of crazy with COVID because I definitely work from home. So my husband had some stuff going on. So I'm going to take advantage of it. Don't even have to close my door. Um, you know, I thought to myself, what do I talk about today? Uh, this is always a, a topic because, uh, like I've said in some past episodes, I, I, I feel like I've had it pretty easy so far with this journey. And I have a lot of friends who it wasn't so easy. And I actually talked to a good friend of mine yesterday that said, you know, we all get there different ways, you know, and there's nothing wrong with which way we choose to go about it. Um, I really think it really does have to do with the time in my life when I did make this, this, uh, conscious decision to stop drinking and really find my fierce, which to me, you know, if you look up fierce in the dictionary, it's kind of, you know, it says things like angry and and all things like that. To me, that's not what it is. To me, it's just an an attitude that you need to have sometimes to kind of just pull yourself through, you know, um, like I've talked about before, a, a persona, you know, maybe you're, I have no idea who would you want to be. Somebody just tough, somebody that, you know, can uh, approach any situation. At least that's how we see it from the outside, but can approach any situation and just kick ass, you know? And so that's where the Sober Fierce title came in and where I'm finding it is extremely helpful because when I do start to feel a little weak or discouraged or um, down, sad, uh, craving wine, craving a Manhattan, I kind of say to myself, okay, girl, you got this, you know, you, you got to put on that fierce persona, um, stand up straighter, you know, uh, do what you got to do. Um, you know, uh, one of the major, I think shifts for me when I started this journey, uh, the first of January was I had to, I had to reschedule my schedule. Um, and that's what I want to talk about today you know, with wine or with alcohol or with whatever is going on in your world, my guess is that you plan for that. You plan for that time every day. Um, as I said in my first episode, you know, I'd wake up every day. My first, 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 first thought was, um, you know, getting uh, more wine if there wasn't any in the fridge. Like I had to be prepared for that craving, that feeling, that anxiety that would kick in. Um, so that was my first thought, you know, um, everything basically revolved around it the whole entire day. I wanted to make sure that I had lunch at home. So if I was having an anxious day, I could have a glass of wine, um, or just anxiety, just taking a shot just to get rid of, just numb that, you know? So a lot of what I've done up till this point, like I'm, what I want to talk about today is really reframing, reframing your schedule, uh, rescheduling your schedule. I know that 3.30 would roll around and don't laugh, but our very favorite show that we watch 
all the time, and I've seen each episode like 50,000 times, I don't even know, um, is Two Broke Girls. <laughs> uh, my husband and I, we can just watch it over and over and laugh our asses off. And it's just got such funny humor. Every time I see it, I, I notice something different. But that was kind of part of the ritual. Okay, Two Broke Girls is on at this time. We need to have, make sure we're stocked up, uh, make sure that I've planned the dinner because as soon as I've had a couple drinks, most likely I'm not going to be cooking, um, or if we're going to order food in. So it, it really did revolve around that sit down. It was time to tune out. I mean, it could be three 30 in the afternoon and I am like, I'm not planning anything for the rest of the night. And I think my friends knew you're not going to get Aaron out of the house after three 30. There's no way whether they knew why that was happening. I'm not sure. Um, I am, I still am super struggling with this. Like yesterday, um, I was going to go for a walk with a girlfriend and I had missed kind of the time slot that we were going to go. And I noticed her message and responded about three 45, four o'clock. And she's like, do you want to go now? And in the past, I would have said no way. And it actually gave me anxiety just thinking about it. Like, oh my gosh, I have to leave the house during rush hour traffic. This is my time to watch my show, eat pistachios and drink wine. I mean, literally this, I had to have pistachios too. <laughs> I still eat my pistachios. Um, I made myself say yes. Honest to God, I could have said no. There was, it was borderline. And I, I truly, you know, said, okay, girl, this is a whole new life. This is a whole new you. This is you 2.0. Um, this is your fierce self. And such a huge part of that is, you know, thinking of your health, um, thinking of your relationships. And so I did it. And I looked at my husband and said, okay, well, I'm going on a walk, you know, and he's always so proud of me, but I'm sure in his mind too, he's thinking, wow, you know, this girl never leaves the house past four o'clock. So yeah, I got in my car and I drove myself, drove my butt to go see my friend who just got a new puppy. So it was just great in every way. And I, I felt a million times better when I got home. Like a lot of times those cravings, I think come from boredom, come from just habit, you know? Um, so I got home, opened my kombucha. I got lectured. It's not kombucha. It's kombucha. Ren, Ren. Um, I had a half a glass of that and I started cooking. I made a great healthy chicken dinner with steamed broccoli and brown rice. And it just made my whole entire day complete, you know? Um, so, you know, I, th I think that's what you do. It's what you have to do is just really look at your, your schedule. Like if you could write your schedule right now as a drinker, you'd be shocked you really need to to do this. I would challenge you. And I kind of wish I would have done this before. I have a pretty good idea what it was like though, but uh, how much, uh, you know, of your day revolves around getting ready for it. Um, uh, not making plans past it, you know, <sighs> alcohol is the devil. I mean, it's, it really, it, you know, can taste good. And it's just funny when you think about it. Cause it's like freaking gasoline, like, <laughs> You know, um, I love a Manhattan. I remember years ago, I, my husband and I would go out to, to eat and he'd order wine and I would order a maker's double maker's rocks and somebody else would deliver it. And they'd always bring the maker's rocks to the man, to my husband. And I would always get the wine and we'd laugh. Um, I've just always had a really love that really strong taste of alcohol. So trying to replace that, 
I don't think it could ever be replaced. And I think that's a good thing because it really is probably not something I should want in my life. But kombucha has a little bit of a kick to me. It has, and I know there is some alcohol in it. Um, uh, me personally, I'm not worried about that. It doesn't throw me off a wagon or anything like that. And it doesn't ever make me feel like, um, anything. Cause it is such a trace amount. Cause obviously it's fermented and all that good stuff. But I think, you know, uh, t- you know, try to re replan, um, come up with something that maybe make some kind of creative drink. It doesn't even need to be a mocktail. That's another thing that bugs the crap out of me sometimes is, Ooh, I want my drink to taste like a long Island iced tea, or I want my drink to taste like this. You know, for me, if it didn't have alcohol in it, it's not anything I'd want. Like it had to have, if it was, you know, a mojito, which I don't even like, but you could taste the rum in it. And they always say, you know, a well-made drink, you shouldn't be able to taste that. Well, to me, that's not a well-made drink. So yeah, I, that's my challenge to you, you know, is really take a look at your schedule, really, uh, make a, a schedule with alcohol and make a schedule without alcohol and just see what that day might look like. Um, because, God, did I waste a lot of freaking time? I think back on that. It's like my day consisted of like how many hours in a day did I actually do stuff? And I mean, I'm a hard worker. My brain never stops. I'm constantly doing stuff to a fault. Um, That's always a struggle for me. You know, you'll be surprised how many more hours you can find. Not that you want to do more stuff with your day, but you're going to be a whole lot happier with your choices. Um, Take up a hobby, you know, and and that's another thing I I joke about. You know, there's a top realtor in town here. The guy's phenomenal. And he's in my office or he was in my office. And here's little old me, you know, feeling bad for myself, I guess. Like, how how are you so successful? And don't get me wrong. I've had, I I do okay. Um, But I, you know, come in there all doe-eyed. How are you so successful? And he looks at me and he says, you have a hobby, right? And I'm like, uh, no, I don't have a hobby. My hobby is drinking with my husband every night. That is my hobby. And I, I just sat there and I'm like, well, what could a hobby look like? I don't even know. Like, I don't want to paint. My mom's a painter, you know, um, I'm not a knitter. I mean, you know, I think about all these things and, you know, I, since I've stopped drinking and started this podcast, I think my hobby is, doing my podcast. And, you know, in my other world, I, um, as a realtor, I interview community business owners and that's become my hobby also is, uh, getting to know my community. So as where his was golf, I mean, maybe someday I'll like golf. My dad's been trying to get me to play golf for years. Um, and maybe now that I'm not drinking, cause the whole reason I'd want to golf was to drink on the golf course. <laughs> Yeah. <clears throat> I just think about all these things. And I think about how many people I know that do the exact same thing. And it's, and I'm not at all accusatory. I'm not at all saying that's wrong. That's the wrong kind of life to live. It's not the life for me. Um, another thing I was faced with this week is talking to my best friend. Her name's Erin also. And uh, she's talking about coming to visit because she just got her vaccines and, uh, and with her boyfriend or fiance, Eric. And they're drinkers. You know, Aaron's more of a social drinker. Eric's a drinker. I was a drinker. And the thought of having them here is kind of horrifying. I know she's listening to this and I don't mean it like that, but it's going to be interesting. You know, the normal things we would do, lay around the pool, you know, make dinner. I mean, these are all things that sound totally easy to do without alcohol, but not when you've been doing it for 20 plus years with alcohol. So I know I have a lot coming up that I'm going to share with you. And by sharing with you, I think it's going to give me a whole lot more power. 
my fierceness is just going to be, yes. Um, so I'm, I'm nervous, but excited. And I've kind of already talked to her about it. So I think that's something that's really important too, is don't be embarrassed, you know, um, talk about your, your journey, talk about your, just do it. It's important to you, but you might inspire somebody. You might annoy somebody who cares. That's kind of my way as I've gotten older. I don't give a shit anymore. I don't, I don't care. I mean, I've walked on eggshells around far too many people in my life. And people that know me mostly are like, what? You seem really confident. Oh, no, no. Um, I'm finding my confidence. And I'm finding my confidence with sobriety. Not my favorite word, sobriety, but I don't know what else to to use. Um, being alcohol-free, whatever. Freaking sobriety. Um, and I think I'm so excited. So I just, in, in regards to that, I and I think I might have mentioned before, I really want to have shirts and hats made that say sober fierce. And I'm actually working with Bren, my, she was on my third show and she's also my, um, my marketing guru. We're working on a logo right now for that. Um, and hopefully in the next couple episodes, I'll have my hat on or a shirt. And honest to God, I see such great things happening. Like I want to show that off. You know, I want to wear that to the grocery store. I live up here, very like wealthy people, like, very friendly town though. Tucson is a very friendly, friendly town. Um, but I want somebody to look at my hat and go, does that say sober? You know, uh, because there is such a stigma, you know, I feel, um, I'm finding though more and more of my friends are stopping the drinking starting 2021. It's kind of an interesting thing. I think a lot of people had a chance to reflect a lot more, um, this last year. So I'm excited. So, um, I know I kind of got off track cause I totally do that. Uh, but yeah, so please, uh, reschedule your schedule. That is a topic today. Reschedule your schedule, make a drinking schedule, make a non-drinking schedule, see how much more time you could find to do other things. Um, but that's my challenge to you. My next episode. Oh my gosh. I have Carol Carruth on who is the owner of Fit Body Bootcamp here in Tucson foothills and Rincon location. She's my personal coach uh, when it comes to uh, diet and exercise, and she's amazing. She has so much knowledge, and I truly feel that to start this journey or to continue on with this journey or to pick yourself up off the floor again and restart this journey, you need to hear from her. She, um, you know, uh, getting your diet right, getting, you know, um, or even after you stop drinking and maybe you're feeling certain things. Um, I just, she could really maybe give you some ideas of a plan or who to go to, to kind of like start that healthy part of your life. Because when you quit drinking, other than just quitting drinking, don't you want to make yourself even better? Cause I know I do. Um, so yeah, I guess that's it. Today was a, I feel good today. I actually got up and I did some meditation and I did a gratitude meditation that I will post the link to on this. Um, I came up with 41 reasons, 41 uh, words to write down for, for what I was grateful for after this. And I feel fantastic. So yes, that's it. Until next time, find your sober fierce and don't forget to reframe your future. Listen to more episodes by going to soberfierce.com. 